This is Russell Crowe hanging with Kyle and Jackie O. Zooming into Russell Crowe. I believe Russell is at home in Coffs Harbour. He's up on the uh, giant screen here on Zoom. What a studio, Russell. Oh, uh, yeah. You're, you're, you're in your own studio there. It looks better than here. Yeah, it's been put together a little bit over the over time. But, you got uh, guitars, yeah, up yeah, and, a lot of yeah. Stuff. We we can also broadcast around the world from here. We really, do, you know, I've done Jonathan Ross or James Corden or you know any of those uh, shows just from sitting at home. Nice, <laughs> and you're about sorted. to start your tour. I've got all the tour dates here, kicking it off in Byron, then to Coffs, and you're on your way to Sydney, um, which will be happening May 19 and 20 at the Bridge Hotel. And I heard you also have like a documentary happening at the same time. Mm. Are they filming you? Yeah, yeah, we'll be shooting stuff. We've actually been compiling footage since around about 2011 of... Uh, shows in various places around the world and stuff like that and how different audiences respond. Are you are you that. amped? Because, like, I was saying, I played a little bit of Testify and Remedy, the master one, and I played that on, you know, promoting you coming up and, oh, man, that Testify song. I felt, I said to Jackie, I felt like I was being baptised in uh, Alabama or something. You're on my way, always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you've got such a great stage present. Do, and I've, I've read over the years, some people are like, oh, stick to acting. It's as if they think... A creative outlet can only be sent through film or television, but if you're a creative, you, any creative outlet gets you going, right? Is is this why you love music, that's, or have you always really, loved it? You know, that's that's the thing, and and also people sort of tend to forget that you know, though I did come out of theatre, you know, I got into film via musical theatre prior musical theatre, I got into musical theatre because I was playing in bands, yeah, because I was touring constantly and. And uh, it was kind of like, it, it was like a natural small step then. The step from musical theatre to film was just like ridiculous. I mean, I never expected that to happen, but it was a performance uh, of a show called Blood Brothers at the Seymour Centre in front of a director called George Ogilvie. And mm. then, you know, a couple <laughs> of weeks later, he called and said, look, I want to see you for this movie. And at that point in time, I really thought my destiny as an actor was in live performance, you know? in the theatre or, or uh, you know, little bits of TV to pay the rent and stuff. But, you know, I was sort of, you know, I, I, I didn't really, you know, film was one of those dreams that I had hidden, you know, inside myself. I didn't want to discuss it because I didn't want to, you know, uh, I didn't want everybody else to be thinking, oh, when, when are you going to get into a film, Russ? Did you think maybe that was unachievable and was like that was yeah, your dream 100%. but you just kept it quiet? 100%. Mate, I was born in Wellington, New Zealand. Yeah. God's sake. You know what I mean? You know, you don't expect you to find yourself the sort of places I've been. Actually, I was had a little moment um, last year. I was in Rome, and they filming that gigantic decided, film. Is that right? The Pope thing. What was that? You were filming the uh, the Pope Pope's exorcist. Yeah, yeah, I was finishing the Pope's exorcist, but then I, I was also I received uh, an, an honorarium or something, an honor from from the city of Rome, from the country of Italy, to be the ambasciatore di Roma. Nel Mundo, the ambassador for Rome in the world. Wow, uh, really? What an honor. There, and all these people are sort of taking photographs and stuff, and my, uh, in my head I'm going, how did I get here? <laughs> oh, I love that, don't you? <laughs> what a great You moment. have those pinch me moments. You're like, God, if someone had told my younger self that this is where yeah. I'd be right now. Well, I've seen photos of you with King Charles, and uh, and you've gone out defending Charles. I'm a, I love the royal. I've got a picture of, of the Queen here well, on the you, desk. You, you, you appreciate right. Charles. You've right. met Charles, but you don't. Yeah. 
You're not like a royalist. Carl's a royalist. I don't think, you I don't see. think I'm a royalist. You yeah. know, I, I mean, I I love the Union Jack from the perspective of a piece of graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I have actually. There's I've the creative in him again. Coronation it's, cups. Do you go all the way back to William the <laughs> Fourth? Um, I would have thought you would have had a little. That's <laughs> like what grannies have, but you've got you've got that's it up. Right, but it's, it's a bit odd. But yeah, I just I, I I like it as a piece of design. And look, my my direct the, the thing that I wanted to just put out when I put that tweet out yesterday was like my direct experience with Charles as a person is that he was fantastic. He was funny. He was kind. He was intelligent. He was engaged. You know, and Danielle was six months pregnant, and he was very gallant in his deference. To her, you know, was he? and I just really appreciated it. And even though we already had that name in mind, having such a positive experience with him actually did, you know, um, weigh in on the decision to call our first son Charles. Wow! Oh, See, there well, you he go. made quite the impact. And wow. I've, I've always thought because Charles was one of those, you know, um, environmentalists, and you know, keep yeah. the world clean way before Very it was smart fella. way mm. before it was. You know, um, in vogue to do such a Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He's a yeah. good man. But if I you feel. remember, like back in the seventies, he said things like, you know, he'd been up and down Sydney Harbour, and it was the most beautiful harbour that he'd ever seen in the world. But uh, some of the architects should be um, probably <laughs> arrested. <laughs> well, there are some monstrosities. I'm not sure that if that's exactly <laughs> what he said, but he did make a comment about you know how beautiful the harbour is and. You know, some of the architecture leaves a lot to be desired. And, and if you do travel up and down the harbour, mm. right. there's mm. the occasional, you know, brown brick mm. apartment building with <laughs> the most magnificent position. And you go, please, really? Yes. That was all we could do? I we know. I know. No personality, no attitude in the building at all? No, no. Exactly. Hey, Russell, um, I'm friends with Zach Efron, and Zach told us on the show a while back, that you had a go at him and said, "Listen, you're throwing that you're you're doing you're all wrong with your hands. Stop throwing those arms around." Did that happen? No, I, wasn't, he, I wasn't having a go with him. Oh no, but I, it, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed my time working with Zach. But as a lot of young actors do, they're in the in the middle of you know if I'm working with them, they're in the middle of doing something, and then they lean over and go, "Is it okay?" Oh, do they ask? Yeah, cool. Yeah, and then he asked me again. He's like. Are you sure? Because he knows he's feeling something's not right. It's not right. You know? And I said to him, well, this is a very emotional moment and you're telling a story and you're using your hands a lot. So what you're doing is you're taking energy out of your eyes. So why don't you just do a take, right, and just keep your hands still and just everything you're thinking and feeling, just put it through your eyes, you know. Wow, what, so what, a, what great feedback, and, yeah. And then he starts doing the scene and when they cut, the director went... You know, he's like 50 metres away from where we can hear him. He goes, that was fantastic. We got that. Okay, move on. Zach, baby, that was great. <laughs> did, anyone ever give, did anyone ever give focus you... focus on energy. Right, of course. Yeah. And we don't know all these little tricks and all these little things you've learned over decades of acting. Has anyone... That's did anyone ever do that you know, to you? Things, things just stick with you, you know. <laughs> it's like... Did anyone ever you give know, you, you advice? or where we, you learn something from, but it goes on board and then it's part of the... Arsenal that you use when you go to work, you know. Yeah. Mm. And do, do, do your kids? Do they want to go down the acting road, or have they decided to? You know, young people. They. I wanted to be a fireman and a policeman. I want a million different things. But have they? Right. Have, have they got the creative juices as well? The kids. Oh, they're both extremely creative, extremely. You know, and they're both really good writers. They have great facility with language. Wow. Um, I don't know necessarily from this point where it would go. 
but they do both have a natural affinity with acting. They can both do it really easily, which is kind of like a, a funny thing. But when they were little, I encouraged them to start making, you know, once a year for their mum for Christmas, yeah. you make a movie. You make a movie about what you did in your year, you know, so you collect footage and photographs and stuff. And then, you know, so they would do like scenes from Harry Potter or something, their, their versions or something from Star Wars. Or, then when, when Charlie got about 11, it got to be like be really psychologically weird. They started doing these sort of like very strange little moments where, you know, one of them would die and appear somewhere else or whatever. And but the films are really cool. And the greatest thing about them is they have this incredible record of their childhood. Yeah. You know? And so the thing was like directing the energy of them go, okay, so you're creating something for mum. This is a present for mum. So you know? if it's gone after, after, after 10 years, they decided, look, we're too old for this anymore. We're not doing this anymore. So they, they stopped it, right? Yeah. But then two years later, the eldest calls me up and says, you know, we've been talking about it. Um, we're going to make another Christmas film. So Fabulous. <laughs> Things so now that, you know, at 19 and you know, coming on 17, they made another movie last year for, for their mum for Christmas. I mean, the, the great thing is being able to look back, you know, I have footage of Tennyson, you know, at age three, and I'm going, how old are you? And he goes, eight. <laughs> go, you're, you're not eight, you're only three. And he goes, just pretending. No, oh, just <laughs> acting, Dad. <laughs> it feels like it was only like last year that I saw Charlie in the back seat drinking a baby Chino I can't believe he's 19 years old. 19, man. Oh, it's in his yeah. second year at, at university. Oh, and so Jackie's wow. kid, She's she was 12. at my wedding, Jackie's daughter, 12. My mum couldn't believe she's only 12. Yeah, Such a they're beautiful very young mature woman. now, aren't they? A they lot are. of kids are. I've yeah. only got so finger paintings. So much extra information that they possibly don't really need. Mm. But, they, you know, that's something that you definitely have to marriage, uh, manage these now, days as, as, a, as a parent, you know. Now, mm. this um, tour... Um, you're putting everything into it. It's, it. I know, you've probably been talking My about wedding? Everybody. Oh, no, hardly talking. Yeah. Jackie oh, talked amazing. and talked and talked about it. It was great. What was... watch were you wearing? I was looking at the photographs. I couldn't work out what the watch was. Um, I think this one, uh, Panerai, I've got on. I think it's like this one I was wearing. It's a little Panerai number. Yeah. Mrs. bought it as a gift. Yeah. What's a radio mirror or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Illumina Panerai. I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Are you that. into your watches? I am. I am. I actually just noticed when I walked down here and I sat down in the chair, I went, I'm naked. Oh, you, oh, you, know, you, no you watch. got one. Do you have a big I've collection? Would you, have Do you like ever a... dare wear an Apple watch or is that like not? You know, I wore one for about like six or seven days and it kept making all these noises and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that and recording shit that was going on. Yes. Oh, forget that. It's like having the FBI in there. That's <laughs> yeah, no good. It does. Shit. It picks up but on I everything. just, you know, it, it's a legitimate, well, pr pretty much, right, apart from pinky rings, the only legitimate piece of jewellery that blokes wear. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. So, Are you uh, a fan of the anklet on a woman and the anklet? I've, I've never liked the anklet. I'm a big ankle man. Are you? I'm a big ankle man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, the, the taper of an ankle looking, you know, the, the way that an ankle shapes, like a dancer's ankle. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah, wow, <laughs> it's your thing. I love that's that. Ladies. I've never go. heard a guy say they're into ankles before. Now, how's the tennis going, by the way? Are you doing they're all right? Very good, very good. I haven't so, seen uh, any patch shots. Here, rehearsing at the moment, and so all the band play tennis. So there's these daily tennis tournaments going on. You know? <laughs> so it's it's actually really good. It's great for fitness too, you know, for everybody. Well, look at Jackie. Like yeah, she's, she's it's so good for fitness. 30 kilos has fallen off. You, like, you, she did WW. I heard she you was, wanted to play, Jack. 
Is that cool? I just don't think I'd be good enough to play against you. She's bought them a, the tennis ball machine. Yeah, she's I bought dragging them a ball it out machine. of the Range Rover and she's trying three times a week to learn. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm you are looking fab, Jack. You really are. Thanks, Russ. I told her today cool. she's rootable again. And uh, apparently that, that was, was like, yeah, I'm not. You know ready. what I mean? Oh God, no. <laughs> I'm just direct with her. She's my best mate. So Russell's indoor garden party. Now I tell you, because people are listening on iHeart all over the place. The the Northern Byron, May nine, May twelve and thirteen. Uh, Coffs Harbour. Uh, is it the Hoey Moey? Is that the name of the joint at Coffs? Oh, that's right, yeah, there. yeah. Oh, that think, sounds think about fun. It, right? That's Hotel Motel. That's the Aussie Moey. My mind went somewhere else. May 16 and 17, the Glass House, Port Macquarie, 19 and 20th of May. The Bridge Hotel here in Sydney, May 23rd and 24th. Cherry Bar, Melbourne, people. There you go. May 25, the SB also in Melbourne. Gold Coast, you're not missing out. Miami, Jackie, there's your old joint. That's sold out, so too bad. Yeah, Miami Marquette is sold out, and the second night of the bridge on the 20th is sold out. Sold out too. Yeah. You've got the Trifford, though, in Brisbane for two nights. Yeah, Uh, the Australia Zoo. Wow, you're doing the zoo. It's just something that I've talked about with Terry for Irwin for a long time because, uh, you know, whenever I I hang out with, with Terry, invariably, you know, music comes up and was singer a song or, or something, you know, and, and she was like always been saying, you know, because Barnsley's played there, all these people yeah. played there, you know, can come and play at the zoo. So the pattern will be crocodile show, yeah. I'll sing some songs, <laughs> and back to the crocodile. Oh, this is the best. <laughs> this is the best. You're Canberra. really mixing it up with these venues. Canberra Theatre Playhouse, June 6th. And then you're back to Sydney again at the Opera House. Wow, June nine. So 9th. you're really kind of you're going to the Bridge Hotel and then the Opera House, two very different venues. Yeah, because he goes everywhere. Yeah, and then we're going to finish off the tour at the uh, Manning Bar on June in 10th. Sydney. Oh, that's yeah. my and birthday. That was the last time we talked. That was the night you were saying that you might be able to uh, come pop yeah. in on that's right. on June 10th. It's my birthday. So would you throw a happy birthday song in the middle, or is that Dude. ruining the sex? The, well, I'm uh, not the sure. We'll throw a happy birthday song, but we can just we can dedicate the show to you one way or another. Oh, that's, that's even yeah, better. That's good. And how much fun will it be to go back and, and see Russell play? Well, Jackie, last we time we saw Russell play, I had time. to gather all the staff and take them away from the House of Blues because you were drinking beer full of cigarette yeah, butts but in front of we, some of the world's we biggest had, directors. We had the best night that <laughs> night. Though. Russell, you remember that? She was drinking out of the... Yes, or- yes, he remembers. LA. Yeah, yeah, LA. The, House of Blues. House of Blues. Is that the night that Elvis Costello got up? No, uh, no, so. no, but um, who was there? Uh, Baz was there, Richie Cunningham, uh, Ron Howard, sorry, um, and uh, the guy with the glasses, the big the big director with, what's his name? Is it Martin Scorsese? Martin Scorsese. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who was, if and it Jackie was. Jackie was made a fool out of, and then oh, the rest of my staff were out of control. I had to drag oh, them out of there. Yeah, they got a bit drunk. <laughs> but that was, that's that, standard. That's, oh, that's when right. I fell you, in love you with you. You spent a period where you were broadcasting from there Yeah, for a while. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play this new song. I've got to tell everyone, it's unreleased. Russell just finished Mastered. This, is it yesterday you finished the yesterday, mastering? Yesterday afternoon, yeah. Wow, and we're going to play it. It's called Let Your Light Shine, Russell Crowe's Indoor Garden Party, first play ever. Are you ready, Russie? Yep, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, nice intro to Russell Crowe, brand new music now. See you, Russell. Thanks, bro. Enjoy. Thanks, Russell. What a man. Cheers, See you soon. Y'all been great. Thank you so much. Kyle and Jackie O.